0: Hello and welcome to the Brunch with BBB podcast featuring your hosts, Louise Feliz and Catherine Honeycutt of BBB Serving Eastern North Carolina. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brunch with BBB. My name is Catherine Honeycutt and I have my lovely colleague here and co-host.
1: What up guys? This is Louise Feliz.
0: We're so excited to be back again! This week we have a special guest with us from GFL. His name is Cole Watts, and he is their digital lead. So, welcome, Cole.
2: Thanks for having me today, guys.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining us. I feel like every time I introduce people, I need to have like an audience applause button to click. So maybe (laughs) there, I'll have Louise start doing it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Cole Watts. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so, all right, Cole, we're so happy to have you. Um, we'd love to know a little bit more about yourself first. So, for our audience who may not know who GFL is, let us know a little bit about them and what you do there and all that good stuff.
2: So, I personally grew up in the foothills, um, ended up in Raleigh about 10 years ago um, through. You know, graduated from college, was looking for a job like most people, I think, in the mid 2000s, and spent most of that time kind of falling into the digital space. So, when we say digital, I was originally introduced to digital via social media. And then it kind of grew to including stuff like SEO, analytics, PPC, all of these buzzwords that you currently hear. Um, about four years ago, I manage a position with a company called Waste Industries. So I think a lot of people here in Raleigh probably know the name Vin Poole as well as Waste Industries. Um, Vin was the original founder. Um, you might actually know the School of Business here in Raleigh the, at NC State, the um, Pool School of Management, I believe it's called. And um, so we're originally going through um, the waste industry span as kind of like the digital lead. And then there was a merger back in 2018, in October. Um, GFL, which was primarily a waste management company in Canada, merged with waste industries. So we went from, I believe it was number nine, yeah, number ninth biggest waste management company in North America to about the fourth biggest. Um, so when we talk about waste management, um, you know, a lot of people think, you know, that's just the trucks outside picking up the trash, but it's a lot more than that. Um, GFL, which stands for Green for Life, we do the entire waste process. So not just do we pick up like, you know, just a residential trash and waste. We also do stuff like liquid waste. We do what we consider infrastructural, so like any kind of demolition that needs to be done before a building um, gets put up. We do the demolition and then we haul away that um, trash and waste to various landfills throughout the United States and Canada.
0: Very cool. That's awesome and a very cool insight. that you have of just kind of this holistic approach to waste management. So not just one thing, but you're handling it all. And um, you have very real ties to North Carolina, specifically Raleigh um, with waste industries now GFL. Um, So that's really awesome. And we're definitely going to dive into the waste industry part of it today and let all of our listeners know kind of a little bit more about that industry and and how they partake in that daily. I mean, we all put our trash out, but beyond that, there's other things that we do that we may not know we do that can impact um, the waste industry, the environment, and all those good things.
2: Yeah, and I will say, you know, I'm in a great position being the digital lead for the company. So I report to James Michener, who's our senior director, um, who then he reports next to Greg. So as the digital lead for the company, I'm able to touch and interact with just about every department of the company. So whether it's like helping our content and branding team create the messaging that's going out on social media or actually helping like, you know, our sales team create online ads for websites. Like I have the insights to work with so many different departments and it's been a blast to work with so far. Awesome, awesome. well, first of all,
1: let me just confess something. I am one of those consumers that my my the the truck comes like the trash truck comes on Friday mornings, and I am one of those that comes out with his pajama running Friday at like seven o'clock before they leave my trash. Mm-hmm. so guys, I'm really excited about this conversation, and you know how how can you provide some insight, not just for those of us who wait the last minute but about you know. <laughs> about this topic and you know to start off this conversation um to put things into perspective for us and to our amazing listeners can you share some stats on the waste industry you know uh, how much waste is collected annually, or is the number growing, and by how much, you know, can you just give us a little bit of insight on
2: that? Um, it's a bit difficult to put things into numbers. Our industry is always fluctuating right now. Yeah. As you're aware, we're living during co- um, COVID. I can give a little bit of insight that says that residential waste obviously is up right now. Nobody's wanting to leave their doors, uh, not just <laughs> yeah. us, but throughout the industry, we're seeing an influx of customers signing up for service. Saying that, definitely the commercial waste tonnage is down. Um, construction, depending on the area that you're living in, is mostly staying the same. Um, from my understanding, it is kind of flat, flatlined a little bit in Canada, but in the U.S., in the most bigger cities, it's continuing to go. Um, but, you know, you look around us, businesses are closing, sadly, um, left and right. Yeah. So um, definitely on the commercial side, it's kind of transitioning. But saying that as well, like, as you know a member of GFL like you know we pick up stuff like liquid waste as well. we've also gone into a little bit of environmental cleaning so oh. um, I, I believe it's out in the Illinois and some of the Canadian markets we're actually going into businesses and helping them whether it's with, like, sanitizing areas or even like you know doing a little bit of liquid waste cleanup so
1: cool cool so since you such the topic of businesses what do business owners and consumers need to know about the waste industry?
2: I think the biggest thing that they really need to know is, you know, learn and know a little bit more and educate themselves in general on recycling. So it's something I think we all say, we all talk about, right. you know, the trash pickup and recycling pickup. Um, I think we can all do, and as an organization, employee in an organization, I know we can do it better as well, is educate our customers, as well as customers can educate themselves on recycling. One of the biggest, you know, mistruths I've heard in the last two years is that in general, um, we're like we're getting away of recycling and recycling is being thrown away um, and sent to China and stuff like that. So the actual truth is what is going on is as customers, we're not the most educated. I didn't know this until I worked here. Like, I would throw away a pizza box, put it in the recycling. Actually, that re- anything like that, a pizza box, has been contaminated because of pizza grease. Mm. Um, same things with most like bottles you have, most cans. They need to be cleaned out properly before you throw them away. Um, you know, we would send them to a recycling center. Sometimes it would be reduced, reused, and recycled into something. But one pizza box can contaminate an entire um, thing of garbage which then, of course, equals on the financial side, ends up us getting fined, and then as well as a customer getting fined as well. So, so yeah. yeah, I preach recycling as much as I can. Like, again, like when I went into this industry, I was like, oh, it's just recycling. Pizza box, I throw it away. And then like, we were like, no, that's not what you do at all. That is um, spoiled content, you throw it in the trash.
1: Oh my gosh that's so good to know because one of my goals is for this year to recycle more but that point is amazing now you know everything has changed a lot throughout the years and um how has the waste industry changed over time you know and and how has that impacted everyday consumer or even business owners
2: so i would say it's definitely changed a lot on the technology side um so we all go to Amazon.com to buy stuff. It's, you know, we live in the day of COVID, we'll stay at home. Even we're getting our groceries online at foodlion.com. So um, we've seen, you know, we were one of the original implementers of a digital signup. So you can go online, you can get full price, full functionality of service directly online. And over the last few years, a few of the other players have implemented it, Waste Management Republic Public Services. Um, so kind of going along with the like full sign-up process online and educating the customer online. Like I as part of someone who manages all of our digital channels, I see the stuff that goes on through social media. And I see that as an educational piece, using social media to really educate the customers. Um, and then on the actual service end as well, um, you see more and more um Businesses look into GIS departments. So, a GIS department is a globe. The actual tool is G, global informational systems. But the GIS actually goes out and maps routes for customers to um, better, um, you know, optimize the routes that a driver um, takes. So,
1: cool, cool. Now, do you think that the waste industry will evolve in the future? And is there a concern that we waste too much?
2: You know, I've heard that before, Um, you know, definitely it's always evolving, Um, you know, and, you know, there are experimentation areas in the industry, even here in the United States. Um, You know, we have a processing plant out in um, Colorado, actually, that actually is the, basically, the simple way of putting it is it's a conveyor belt and on that conveyor belt, we actually have a machine instead of people that can actually identify if something is trash or recycling. That's not full blown across the United States, but like items like that are being looked at right now and like to try to reduce the amount of trash that is going on. So um, we definitely, to go back to the original point, you know, I wanted to say that we throw away or waste a lot. But definitely, like, there are ways we can better optimize that process for the future to make the world a greener place.
1: Yeah, man, I completely agree with you. Thank you for your insight, man. And um, last question. <laughs> I'm, no totally, I'm totally fanboying this, this topic. I love it. But <laughs> is there, uh, like you said, the solution is, you know, waste less and then think before you throw away to mm-hmm. make sure if it's recycled or not, right? Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I yeah. want to... I want to chat a little bit more about this recycling piece. So obviously you mentioned that GFL, Green for Life, you guys do a lot of things beyond just, you know, your general waste, you know, disposal and that sort of thing. You also do recycling. So can you enlighten us a little bit about the recycling process, and um, really how the consumer fits into that. And you you were mentioning, you know, greasy pizza boxes are a no-go. Like, what else do we need to know? Like, where are the, the big things that we are just, we keep recycling it, we can't get the hint that we should not be recycling it?
2: Well, I think the, probably as a consumer, the one thing that they should probably know is that there is not a A true one on b standard across the line. So this Mm -hmm. stuff is actually interesting enough, mandated usually on the state level, sometimes on the federal level, but the federal level has a very general understanding of what exactly is recycling. Um, Mm -hmm. As a consumer, your best thing would be to probably educate yourself on the city and the state level. Um, I say that the city as well because a lot of waste organizations are actually tied into municipality contracts. Um, Toronto, oh not Toronto, but Canada in particular is actually a country that's primarily mandated by municipality. Interesting enough, here in North Carolina, it's kind of up for grabs. Some municipalities, um, the neighboring city, um, you know, Cary and Holly Springs, they actually have deals with us for us to pick up their waste. You know, some cities do not, some cities it's up for grabs. So in saying that, you know, some cities will say like, yeah, we do want recycling services or this is, you know, what we allow as recycling. So, you know, get involved in your local city. Um, I'm here with you guys because I've been involved with some BBB stuff in the past. You know, get involved with your local organizations and, you know, your local city town councils and really find out what opportunities there are.
0: So you kind of touched on this, but is is it true that some of our recycling efforts are not as successful as they may appear? You know, if we're recycling things that really truly aren't recyclables, what then happens to them? Are they, are they just being put into waste? And then, yep. you know, what are kind of maybe some ratios there or, or what, you know, were we doing good at recycling at one point and it kind of fell down or has it always been a struggle from the beginning?
2: I don't know the actual percentage. I do know about two years ago, the state of North Carolina was was having some issues. We were doing what we could at that time to educate them about the process. That included flyers as well as postcards. Um, You know, that's the service points we dealt with at that time. So it could be completely different throughout the state. But I do know there, there were some issues and some educational pieces right there that can be done. The saying that like you know again like i encourage everyone especially on the city level to get involved with their local city because every city municipality like is completely different so um, you know get involved with your local organizations to really find out you know what is allowed and recyclable and what is not in the case that we do get waste that or recycling that is de- contaminated we do sadly have to throw that into the waste bin Because, you know, that could somehow lead to a government fine on us if that ends up going through. And those fines, sadly, sometimes we do have to pass them on just like any organization doing to the customer.
0: And then, so what things can business owners or consumers do to ensure that their recyclable waste is being discarded properly? Like what, you know, beyond, so if we're educating ourselves, is that going to the city and state website to find a list of things? Or how can we educate ourselves and, and beyond that, what else can we do um, to make a difference?
2: Uh, um, definitely start off on the city and state level again, because, you know, Every kind of geography area is different, but like I would encourage you, usually that information can be found on a city or state website. Even if you're just a Joe Schmoes who's going to the landfill on their own. Like, you know, that information can be found online. Go to a landfills website. Landfill information sometimes takes the science degree to read and fully understand. I know this. I've read a few of them. We have landfills and I feel like I need a PhD just to get through that information. <laughs> But um, most, if not all of that information will be online. We do live in a digital age. Um, You know, most trash and recycling services, whether it's us or whether it's waste management or somebody else, will give you information about that. You know, most people do throw away that information. Nobody likes to read the fine print in today's (laughs) age. But definitely take a look and educate yourself um, what what that information says. Usually, on um, cans or even cartons, they do list a number on them, whether it's a two or a three, it says, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, like two recyclable, three recyclable, something like it. Those numbers actually signify what kind of waste stream product they are. So that way you can actually learn, um, you know, whether an item truly is recyclable or whether it's not. Okay, that's awesome.
0: and. Um, is there anything else that you want to share, you know, about your experience in this industry or just to help enlighten us and our listeners about this process as a whole?
2: Um, just in general, I would say anybody who wants to go into the waste industry, it's more than just mom and pop, you know, Joe and Schmo picking up trash and recycling every day. There's a job in this industry for just about everyone. I mentioned like, some of the experimentation efforts that we're currently doing in Colorado. You know, these guys have PhD levels to cr- in, you know, in manufacturing who are creating the future tools that we're gonna be using in this industry, or even our trucks that we're driving these days. Um, if you live here in the Southeast, you probably see your jobs um, run on biodiesel fuel, which make them more energy efficient. Um, or, you know, you can get like, even if, You know that's not a job for you you can get a customer service job or even a job at a local branch um, or even in a hub like me i work here on raleigh and you know i manage the digital marketing um trash is more than just like hey hey you know go and pick up the trash those jobs and opportunities career-wise for just about anybody
1: awesome awesome
2: now Cole, where can we find more information
1: for people like me who are running outside of the of their house at seven a.m. in the morning <laughs> to try to get the trash out in time. Where can we find more information about your business? Um so
2: you can go to GFLENV.com. Um so that's GFL Environmental. Um as well as like you know, I encourage as well, you know, in general to always go to your local chamber websites to learn more yeah. about trash
1: recycling. Awesome. And schedule guys, come on. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> but thank mean, you so you're much speaking to yourself you know your schedule so you can put your trash out in time
1: that's so true but Cole, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys um for those of our amazing listeners if you want more information always visit bbb.org um cole already gave you their website where you can visit them check out their website check out their social media Um, Thank you guys for listening. Um, Also, follow all of our um, social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BBB Eastern North Carolina. Cole, thank you so much to my lovely colleague, um, Catherine. Thank you. Guys, until next time. Bye.
2: You guys.